0: Happy New Year and welcome to the first episode of our second season of Pandora's Wrath podcast. Today we're going to be light and happy because it is a new year and it is Dating Sunday. Woohoo! Are you planning on participating? Are you participating? Well, we hope you enjoyed our first season of our podcast and thank you for joining us for today's special episode because we have some great tips for you because we want you to be successful in finding love, even though we do share those dark, awful stories about those crazy people out there that ruin it for those of us who deserve it. So... Did you know that Dating Sunday is the busiest day of the year for online dating? It's true. And today, January 5th, 2020, is the day for Single Sunday, Dating Sunday, you name it, they call it that. There are lots of articles, you've probably seen news coverage. And we're going to share some tips that we found that were helpful, that we thought were helpful. Um, and explain why the holiday that falls, that well, it's not really a holiday, but explaining why after the holidays and before Valentine's Day, it's a hot time to go look for a new relationship. When you think about it, it only gives you about six weeks. or so to get your profile updated, your swipes matching, and communications starting in time to meet before Valentine's Day? Hmm. Well, let's think about that for a minute or two. But first, we want to share some words of wisdom from Julie Spira, a dating expert and author of The Perils of Cyber Dating. She's also a personal friend, and um, we're excited to share some of her insight, as well as what we found um, from some other notable publications. Julie says that you have people recovering from a breakup or who were down during the holidays, so you have all those New Year's resolutions and you have a clock ticking down to Valentine's Day. So, this is the first lonely holiday after New Year. And to remedy that, you're going to find some dating apps, right? Uh, Well, another reason for dating Sunday to be on a Sunday is that if you strike out on Saturday night, you start looking for a match on Sunday. That's true for every Sunday of the year, but today, especially, Um, focused on finding that new relationship, most people are. Spira says that the informal singles celebration of Sunday Singles Dating Day has gained traction during the last decade because society has shifted to embracing online dating. Hmm. Are you an online dater? Dating app creators are excited about today because according to Match, there's an 80% increase in single people using their app on Dating Sunday, and the number increases every year. There are other apps you can try out, um, and they're also seeing more users at this time of the year, like Coffee Meets Bagel, Tinder, Bumble, you name it. If this is the path you want to take to find someone, Let's go over some tips that will help you be authentic and hopefully find someone who's authentic online too without getting ghosted, catfished, or worse, scammed. According to Spira, you should start off with a fresh profile. Update all of those photos and be honest. Uh, Caption your photos, make sure your bio is updated, and be sure not to give too much away. But talk about hobbies and fun things that you do, including volunteering um, or any pets or children you may have. Show your personality. She also recommends using multiple dating apps. Most people use three. From what we see from comments of our friends that use dating apps, we recommend using a different photo for your profile. On each app. Why? Well, if you use the same photo on all, then the people who did not swipe to match with you on one because maybe they didn't like your picture will skip you on every app they see. In fact, they will remember you're on multiple apps and may make fun of that, even though they're on multiple apps. Well, think about it. A different photo may catch their eye, and then they'll read your profile, and voila, they match you. Stranger things have happened, right? Another tip from Spara, don't play hard to get. This isn't a gaming app. It's a dating app. It's real life with people with feelings. So if you're going to participate, why not? Do it with the goal to meet in real life. IRL. Don't wait weeks to tease meeting, to have endless conversations, to spend your time on somebody you're never going to have the courage to meet in real life. So don't do an dating app if you're not going to go out in the world and meet that person. Spira also advises in her article that you should communicate with people, exchange phone numbers, and start setting a date to meet. When you have millions of messages being sent, that's not the time to play coy. The only way Dating Sunday works is if you commit to meeting someone offline. When's the best time to get your match on? Zusk says that 9 30 pm sees a spike in dating activity Hmm. so if you're on a dating app around 9 30 tonight you're going to find the most activity interesting so get your profile updated right now get those fresh photos and get ready to meet some new people Woohoo, are you excited another tip from Zusk is that singles should also remember that while dating sunday is traditionally the busiest day they have, member activity tends to stay higher than average right through Valentine's Day, meaning any day in January is still prime time to date. So don't be depressed if you don't match with someone today. There is time. Just keep moving forward. According to the New York Post article on Dating Sunday, Dating app Bumble defines the time between Thanksgiving and the first Sunday in January as online dating season, so if you're out hunting, and expects to see more than 3 million new users join and over 20 million messages being sent during this busy time period, which also aligns with quote-unquote cuffing season or the time of the year when singles scramble to find a partner to snuggle with throughout the winter yes that's what the article said i did not make it up yikes who wants to be cuffed Uh, i guess those who want to have a snuggle buddy well i'll leave that up to you another interesting point in the new york post article is that there's an uptick in singles using dating apps this sunday And it could also have something to do with January being the biggest month for divorces with filings shooting up to about 30%. So if you're getting divorced, um, be sure you're really getting divorced before you start using dating apps. Um, Finalize that document. Now, for some tips from some top online tinder daters from cosmopolitan uk Um, this is from 30 of their top um, dating profiles that they found Um, and we're going to share some of the interesting tips that some of these tinder daters have and use on their profiles to help you with yours so the first one is what does your bio say Just my name, location, Instagram handle. You don't want to give it all away up front. Sadly, it's probably the most boring one out there. Just my Instagram link. I always commend a girl if she has something funny in hers. It's tough. It's quite simple. Artistic and music lover. Let's start with hello. I'm looking for someone with kind eyes who is spiritual like me. Here's another one very transparent and honest proud trans woman judge me all you want but i'm the nicest and funniest girl you'll ever meet yes i've had my surgery with lots of emojis i'm proud of who i am and i want a man who respects that another tip is not a huge amount just a few bullet points About me like enjoying ventures, keeping fit, love animals. I think if you write too much, it can ruin the conversation. Here's another one that uses flag emojis from all the different places they've lived. It's a good conversation starter because she's American, but her her parents are Chinese and have lived in Singapore. So she's uh, been well-traveled and wants you to know that. Up front, that's pretty exciting. Um, Another one, I'm the weirdest kid I know, looking to meet interesting people who can make me laugh more than my friends. Ouch. Sometimes I like yoga. Sometimes I like wine. Life is about balanced. I joined last October after becoming single after a long relationship. That's good to know. Here's another one that has... Just the word behave. (laughs) Oh, my. Another guess my height in one go and I'll buy you a drink. Nobody's managed yet because they always go taller. She's five feet tall. Another gent has commonly mistaken for Prince Harry. Six foot four and a prince emoji. Got to get the height in there because apparently the ladies like them tall. I'm just looking for cool people to vibe with. Let's grab some food. It's as simple as that. I tend to go on a couple of dates every month and actually have made some great friends through it too. That's a positive way to look at meeting new people, eliminating the pressure of those expectations of, are you going to fall in love? Why don't you just get to know them first? Another, looking for someone to take to spoon spoon. Spoon Street, which is a froyo place everyone loves. Another easy-going icebreaker that you can enjoy for a first meeting. Another one has in his bio, great with parents. I've had a lot of people say, I can't wait for you to meet my mom. Wow. Here's a tricky one. It's Notorious B.I.G.'s lyrics, sicker than your average. It gets a mixed response. She's had compliments, people replying with the rest of the lyrics, and others asking, why are you posting about having a disease? I guess that narrows down the field of who you would match with, right? The final one that we're going to share is six months working in London, six months traveling the world by motorbike. I want to be up front with that. I'm away quite a lot. So if you don't want that kind of distance in your relationship, probably not good to match. That's why it's good to read and match with people that are interesting or have points about themselves that they've shared that are something that match with and complement you. Here's some opening lines. I know there's a lot of tricky opening lines. I see people say, This is what I say whenever someone matches with me. Eesh. So we're sharing a few that might help you come up with something creative that matches your personality. First one. Usually, I'll reference something from their bio or send a GIF of a pug waiting. Nine times out of ten, I do make the first move. It's really hard thinking of something, so I have a lot of respect for the guys who reach out first. I don't usually, unless they think they're hot, unless, excuse me, I think they're hot. In which case, I usually send a GIF. Now, uh, come on. Let's use our words, people. We are adults. Um, another one says, I write, hello and insert their name, followed by either a princess or a rose emoji. It works every time. People think it's either sweet or they laugh at me because it's pathetic. Regardless, it gets the conversation going. If I really think that someone is my type, then I'll message first. Why not? Shoot your shot. I try to find something specific in their pictures that I can talk about rather than the standard, hi. If it's a guy, I'll wait for them to talk to me first, as it's more chivalrous. With other women, I've swiped them, and it's an instant match. I'll message first. If not, I'll wait a day and see if they reach out before going for it. Okay, come on. Let's stop playing games. If it's a match, say hi. Wave at them. Reach out. That's the only way you're going to move forward. Sitting around and waiting for somebody else to make a move, if you're really interested, just click and talk. So here's some interesting feedback on what makes you swipe right. Someone funny, ambitious, and hardworking. Teeth are a big thing for me. A good smile definitely catches my eye. Jennifer Aniston lookalike, specifically circa 1993 to 1999. Or, to put it another way, Rachel in the early seasons of Friends, that's my dream woman. Mm, That's a big disappointment coming, don't you think? Here's another one. Tall, dark, and handsome. If there's a dog in his pictures, then I'm happy. Hmm. Tall, tanned, and if they got a sausage dog, then I'm like, oh my God, marry me. I prefer talking on the phone before meeting. Pictures of them exploring, traveling, hanging out with animals. That's my type of girl. I like the natural look. Here's another one. A brunette with nice eyes and a nice smile. And finally, a witty bio. If you're not laughing on a date, then it's not worth it. A good sense of humor is so important to me. And what makes people swipe left? Pay attention. If every photo shows you partying, if you share topless mirror selfies, if you use Snapchat filters, especially the one that puts stars on your head, then I'm gone straight away. I'll happily date someone who has kids, but when their entire bio is dedicated to that child, it looks like they're looking for a babysitter and not a girlfriend. Um, if they have sunglasses on in every photo or full on six pack shots for everything. <sighs> I love fitness. So maybe people who aren't really into it or anybody who comes across as close minded from their bio. Anything arrogant. For example, when a guy has don't swipe right if you're not a gym girl written on their profile, that annoys me. And I'm a gym girl. Too many group shots where you can't work out which person they are. Hmm. Not authentic. If you're trying to hide yourself, get over it. There will be somebody out there interested in you. Have faith. Now, some of these Tinder daters shared some of the worst dates they've ever had. I'm going to just share one of the feedback they posted because I think it's important. Um, As I've seen a lot of people on social talk about doing this, and I just have to wonder why. So here it is. Worst date you've ever had. I met a guy at a bar. He said, I'm going to the loo now. Think of 10 questions for me, and I'll think of 10 questions for you. So when he comes back from the loo, you can have a conversations about 10 questions you thought of while he was peeing. Good God. The person says, I rode that out for a while. And then, left after 9 p- nine p.m. because if you're putting that much effort into having a conversation, it's not going to go anywhere. Tips for standing out. Confidence is key. I'm quick-witted and find it easy to come up with conversation starters. Small talk is the worst. Boys appreciate no makeup photos, too. I've been sat with guy friends while... They've been on Tinder and they've said things like, she's pretty, but I don't know what she looks like. Hmm. Include photos where you're out having fun and doing activities. There's no pouting on my profile. I'm a terribly smiley individual. Use all of the picture slots available and include a link to your Instagram. It's so easy, why wouldn't you? Be different. There are thousands of people on the app. So put something either in your bio or include a picture like a funny meme that sets you apart. It's always nice when you can see somebody's music interests on their profile. Pictures that show a bit of personality, not just selfies, are also a winner. Be yourself. Put yourself out there. Use colorful filters. People react well to bright pictures. A good mix of different photos. I've got one of me at a festival and another with my little cousins thrown into the mix. I don't use pictures with silly Snapchat filters, but I do try to include multiple pictures of me at festivals or on holiday, so people are interested enough to flick through. Have a big smile and use pictures that show what you're into, be it music, sports, traveling, anything to convey who you are as a person rather than a series of selfies. Have a bio with a bit of humor in it to show you're not an absolute snooze fest. Don't be so keen that you reply after 10 seconds of messaging. Interesting. So if you get a match and someone says hi, don't automatically reply. Wait maybe a minute or two. (laughs) Okay, 10 seconds. I don't see anything wrong with that, but, you know, you gauge your own reactions. Ideal first date. Here are a couple that are interesting. I like to keep it simple and go for a coffee. I'm a big coffee fan. It's a good chance to actually chat rather than, say, going to a cinema or something where you're sitting in silence for the whole time and not interacting. Another is, how about a cocktail making class? Because it's kind of like being in a bar but more active and you get to see how your date interacts with other people. How do you make the next move? If conversation is flowing, I'll give the person my number and ask them to call me. It's the best way to get to know someone. I'm an outgoing person, so I'm not going to date someone who's too afraid to pick up the phone. It's a good test. Do you hear that, people? Picking up the phone and talking, the next step is meeting, so be brave. You have that in you. You can do this. If it's something you want, go get it. We're going to end here and link you to some resources for making your dating Sunday a positive experience because we do want you to find love and happiness even though we share the deep, dark secrets and stories of other people who are awful in relationships, who use and abuse people. But not today. Today's for hope. Today's Dating Sunday and We want to know how it goes. So share by commenting on our social media, our website, or email us. We all have life lessons that we should have, or in some cases, could have learned from, right? Do use your voice when you're faced with a situation that you don't want to partake in, or in this case, dating Sunday, that you do want to take, you do want to meet you do want to move forward with a relationship by getting to know someone in person so swipe right match talk meet that's your goal for 2020 right or at least between now and valentine's day thank you for taking time to listen to our first episode of season two Future episodes will be published and shared here for your listening pleasure each week. So you have time to load up your list of podcasts to listen to. We'd like to thank our sponsor once again, Panic Afterwards Productions, for their continued support. And in the future, today being not the day for unhappy things, we're going to be discussing one true ca- crime case with you guys. So if you have a story that you want us to share, please email me at telling all at or visit our website to submit your story for consideration. And let us know if you want to be a guest on our show. That's all for today. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast, like us on Facebook, Instagram, Follow us on Twitter, and you can go to our website to get all of these links at pandoraswrath.com. We're just getting started with season two, and excited to have you join us as we tell you more about our true crime story, which will shock you. Trust me. Everyone that I've told has never been the same, because they were that much in shock the horror experienced. Happy new year. Happy dating Sunday. See you soon.